0: When I was in high school, I used to love watching Saturday Night Live. And there was this one character that was so awkward and terrible that she became my favorite. And her name was Mary Catherine Gallagher. And if you're too young to know who that is, you should spend some time on YouTube. Basically, it was a Catholic schoolgirl uh, played by Molly Shannon. And she was super awkward and every Time she met someone, she just exploded awkwardness onto the whole scene. And so she had this catchphrase, and it was this Sometimes when I get nervous, I put my hands under my arms and then I smell them like this. And it was so ridiculous that it was absolutely hysterical. So today, I want to talk to you about how not to be a Mary Catherine Gallagher. We're gonna talk about how to win at meeting new people. I don't mean to brag, but I have become known in my circles as the girl who knows what events are going on and I'm known for my networking skills. And in my notes, I spelled skills with a Z, just FYI. See, I'm not that great at networking, but I am started making decisions for the long term that kind of require me to do things that I don't like so much right now. And I don't even like the word networking. It feels very businessy and formal. Basically, networking is just meeting new people with a specific end goal in mind. Here's where I started. So the first few networking events that I went to, from my perspective, were not amazing. They were much, much less than amazing. And it's not that the events were bad. It's just, I felt like in Talladega Nights, where Ricky Bobby gets interviewed for the first time and he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I felt like that with my whole body. Like everything, all my words, my posture, like where do I stand, who do I talk to? And I was kind of like the wallflower. I just didn't really get it. And I would talk to people And I would kind of just wait for them to initiate. It was just bad. It was really bad. So if I can go from that to where I am today and like hooking my friends up in different circles and networking, you can do it too. So I didn't give up after the first one or two or three or five awkward encounters. More than likely, it wasn't as awkward for anyone else. It just felt compounded because I didn't know anyone. And then you get in your own head and you start freaking yourself out. What I started doing is changing my motives. I quit trying to prove that I have all this business acumen and I know people and I'm creative and I am this and that and the other. I quit trying to be smart and awesome. I just started showing up and saying yes. I started saying yes to volunteering when there's no payoff except to help people. It didn't help me at all to help other people. Um, I just joined organizations to meet new people and to learn from them. And it's not as hard as you think. Um, I'd recommend joining a group with regular events. New people often come to those events. Um, And so the crowd varies, but they're usually the same core people that you can start building relationships with. And that was true for me. And the two organizations that I'm a part of, um, it's the same handful of people, and then you have a core group of attendees, and, you know, then you get new people all the time. And this still is true over a year later. I'm still meeting new people and building new friendships with uh, folks that are just finding out about the organization. So it's something that if you stick with, it pays in dividends. The hardest part of meeting new people and um, networking, if you want to say that word, it's, it's not as hard as you think. The hardest part is showing up. And once you do that a few times, it gets easier to keep going. So today I'm going to give you a few tips. You can use them for parties or for networking or working a room anytime you're with a group of people that you don't know. The first thing that I would recommend if you want to get to know people is to just help. It is the easiest way to grow your professional or social network. Groups that have events, especially if they're free, always need help. Volunteer with a group or cause that you believe in because people are all there for the same reason. It makes conversation easy and it forces you to chat because you're you're there. If you volunteer, there's no escape. Um, one thing that I started doing, uh I'm a part of an organization called Creative Mornings, and my first event, I felt so weird. I was in a room full of highly creative individuals, and I was just like completely overwhelmed. The event was so amazing and everyone was in tears. The speaker was so great, but I felt uncomfortable. And at the end they said, oh, we need some volunteers. So I immediately signed up for that. I found out that I'm really good at registration. So I worked registration for Creative Mornings for almost a year, um, and then I was asked to do a couple more different things. And because of that, I've made some really good friends. Um, And it helps, something like registration, because you see 80 people walk through the building or 25 people walk through the building. You're forced to greet every single person. And that is one of the easiest ways to meet new people. The next tip I would say is just listen. It seems counterintuitive, to making new friends, and especially if you're in the business world and you're doing networking events, it feels awkward to think that you shouldn't talk. But the truth is that other people love talking about themselves. So shut up and dance. No, wait, shut up and listen. This also, if you're introverted like me, means that there's less that you have to say. So if you're nervous, this is a super easy way to get things going. Another part of listening to other people well is uh, having a few preloaded questions to start things off. There's nothing wrong with this, and it's something that I did a lot of at the beginning because I wanted to hear what people had to say about themselves, why they're there, the organization they're a part of, um, and it is an easy way to get things going. And we'll talk more about that in just a few minutes. But the secret of listening well is to be more interested in the other person than you are trying to be interesting. So you should, we've probably all heard that thing, that anecdote that says you should listen twice as much as you talk. But I'm telling you, if you listen to other people, and especially if you get them talking about their passions, man, they will go away with a great feeling of, wow, that person really cares about me and what is in my heart or on my mind. And also, it's just a great and easy way to slide into making a new connection. And the third thing I would say is to give yourself a job. And this sounds a little bit like helping out, but that's not exactly what it is. If you have any kind of social anxiety if you're you know painfully introverted or extremely shy um, i would recommend giving yourself a job so this is basically like giving yourself an out but it requires you to participate first so when i say give yourself a job i mean before you go stop and think okay I can leave as soon as I meet three new people and ask them each a question. Or once I talk to the host and one other person, have a drink, then I can go. Once I meet up with my colleagues, grab a dessert, then I can go home. It sounds very simplified, but a lot of times I've found that when I give myself an out or give myself a job um, or an assignment, once I'm out and mingling, I kind of start having fun and I end up staying a little bit longer than I anticipated. Not always, but generally that is the truth. So just give yourself a job and then you get the best of both. You can go, interact, have a great time, and you still feel like you don't have the pressure of staying for several hours or for way longer than you anticipated. The next thing, this is a big one, is to talk. And it is often the hardest, but at some point it's absolutely necessary, otherwise you're probably going to be a little weird. So again, one thing that I like to do if I'm going into super unfamiliar territory, I would still do this today. Think of some questions or preload them. Think through, like, what are we talking about? Why are we going? Um, You know, I'm naturally very introverted, but I play an extrovert on TV. It's not easy, but it does get easier, even if you're introverted. So here are some sample questions. How did you hear about this event? What do you do? Um... What is your favorite local spot for food, music, art, etc.? Um, and a question that I like to use, but I don't open with it because it's super intense, is what would you do if money didn't matter? So that's a question that I kind of say for after I've met someone once or twice, and I'm still trying to get to know them. Um, for instance, I have a friend I met recently, and I was asking about, you know, what did she go to school for? Where did she go? And when the conversation lulled, I said, hey, what would you do if money didn't matter? And a lot of people don't stop to think about it, but it's kind of introspective, but also it gives you a peek at their passion. So if money's not an object, people are gonna say something like, oh, I would create art, or I would be a musician, or oh, well, what do you play? Or what kind of art? What kind of art are you involved in, or whatever. And that's a good way to get people talking about what they're passionate about and what they do when they're not working or networking or whatever. So it's a good question. Probably not a great one to come right out of the gate. Um, So yeah, another part of like talking is compliments. And this is like the secret weapon. Okay, you should always be sincere. I will not give a compliment if it is not heartfelt. So if I've complimented you and you think that I'm playing you, I am not. Um. My favorite thing, the easiest thing for me to compliment is shoes because I love shoes. I love weird shoes. So if I see you wearing rad shoes, I'm going to be like, yo, I love those shoes. Where did you get them? Or what brand are they? Whatever. And that is the easiest thing for me to do. So don't say it if you don't mean it, but find something that you like or enjoy about the other person or their outfit or their personality and compliment them. And it, like I said, with shoes it's super easy because I love shoes and it's an easy way to jumpstart. It's like the diving board into conversation. I love shoes. Man, I've got these sweet floral printed vans and I love them, but it's been too cold to wear them. That's the kind of thing that's easy to start talking about. And the other thing about compliments though, don't be fishing for your own. So sincerity is always key. Don't lie to somebody and don't say something just so they'll be nice to you and say something back. Um, That's dumb. So don't do it. Some odds and ends to cover. Number one, put down your phone. Um, It is super awkward if someone tries to talk to you and you won't even look up. And I know when you go to an event the first one or two times, it's hard to not grab your phone. It's like a safety or security blanket that we all carry around because it's like, oh, if nobody wants to talk to me, I'll just play this game. I need to level up, get some jewels, whatever. But put your phone down. It's rude, number one, but it also keeps people away because subconsciously what you're really saying is don't bother me, don't talk to me. It's good to have your phone handy because you want to get new phone numbers, you want to connect on Facebook, whatever, but don't have it out and on constantly. And in fact, it's probably a good rule just to not have it out at all during an event if you can help it. My friends and I try to do this when we're eating or when we're hanging out. Like We, for the most part, do not get on our phones. If we are making plans together, we just put them away. And it elevates the conversation. It shows people that they're the focus of your convo. So especially if you ask somebody like, hey, what are your passions? What would you do if money wasn't an object? And then like you pull out your phone and start Googling, you know, the weather for tomorrow. Like that's crazy. So put your phone down. Another weird thing, this happens to me a lot, and I'm not afraid to admit it. If you forget someone's name, don't be like, hey, man. Like, just own it. Just say, hey, I know we've met before, and I have forgotten your name. Will you remind me? It is so less awkward because a lot of times people can tell if you forgot their name. And it's okay. It shows that you're human and normal, but also that you want to connect with them. So own up to it. Try to repeat their name if you can like during the conversation. Um another great thing to help with names is have, give and collect cards, business cards and phone numbers. So if I'm meeting a lot of people at one event, like if it's for work and there's 10 people in the room, I will make a note. If I get 10 business cards, I'm going to immediately go back to work and put their contact info in. And then I'm going to put a note as to how I met them because I want to remember. That's like a trigger for me. I'm e- I'm better with faces than I am with names. But I know if there's another event coming, we're going to be in the same room, it's good. I can refresh. It's not a big deal. Or you can connect with them on Facebook If you're into Facebook, that's a great way it's got their name and photo right there. Um, But don't be afraid to make notes on those cards or whatever you need to do. If they have a strange name that you're not familiar with and you want to write it down how you pronounce it, that's also a great idea. Um, But yes. So always have, give, and collect cards. You never know when they're gonna come in handy. I've had that happen several times where I dig through the stack in my desk drawer and I'm like, oh, this! I know the exact person that could help us this, solve this problem or that would have the insight we need to launch this initiative or whatever. So business cards are awesome. Even, I would even go so far as to say if you have like a personal card, just with your name and email or your Facebook or website or blog or whatever, that's not gonna be a bad idea. Um, another really awkward thing don't ever for any reason, never, ever ask if they're pregnant, never, even if they're going into labor, just don't do it. it's bad. it's a bad plan. um as far as conversation goes, stay away from politics and religion and you know all of those you know crazy crazy topics, stay in the safe zones. That's why people go, Hey man, this weather, huh? Because they want to talk to you, but they don't know what else to say. And that's fine. I would rather them try than be like, Hey, so what do you think of the president? be like, Whoa, buddy. Whoa. Well, we're not on that level. Uh, so another tip, this is a huge one. Really, really, really be yourself. And this is kind of a loaded issue because before you can really be yourself, you have to know yourself and be okay with that and then present your true self. That's a whole nother podcast for another day. But start just being yourself. A fake persona is very hard to like and it's even harder for you to keep up with. So when I go to an event, I don't try to dress like the other women there. It would be easier for me to blend in. Actually, it would be so much harder because that's not who I am. I traditionally wear the majority of my clothing is black and that's fine. That's kind of my signature. It's what I like. It's what I wear. Just be you. Even if you snort when you laugh or whatever, be you and be the best at it. Um, if you want, to cancel. And this happened to me very recently. If you feel like you really don't want to go to something, stop for like three minutes and just take an inventory as to why. Is it legit? Or are you just tired? Are you scared? Do you need more coffee? Should you have eaten breakfast? I mean, it could be a, a million things. And recently, it was about a month ago, I was supposed to go to a women's breakfast. And I'd had it on my calendar for three months, and I had not gone to the first two. And I was like, I am going this time. I got all ready and then sat down on my couch and was like, I'm not going. I don't want to go. Because it was too exhausting for me to think about putting myself out there again, going back into a new room full of people I didn't know. Is it going to be worth it? And then you start getting in your own head. So I made myself go anyway. And I am so glad that I went. It was so fun. And I met like 30 women and really connected with like two or three. And it was super fun. And now I can't wait to go back to the next one. So don't be afraid to cancel if you really can't make it or if you're too tired. Take a a good inventory of yourself. But if you're just making excuses so you don't have to go be around people, get your butt out and you go to that event. Or you're grounded. Another thing that I do when I'm on my way to something where I'm nervous about, like, I won't know anybody. It's going to be hard. Put on your favorite playlist. Get in that car, car and rock out. Girl, I do that all the time. Get whatever gets you going. Do it. Um, another thing. This is kind of a tip. This is a pro tip. Maybe it's not true for you, but it seems to be true for me. When I go to a big room full of people, I try to, I don't have any set numbers, but I try to say hello to several and then really connect with just a few. If you feel like you have to connect with 30 people in one hour, you are going to be exhausted before you ever even get there. So I thrive personally, I thrive in like one-on-one conversation. So like when I get to meet a girlfriend for coffee and we talk about life and like our struggles and just fun things that are going on and how hard it is to find jeans that fit. Like I thrive in that environment In big crown, big crowds where you just mingle a lot. To me, that is exhausting so what I try to do is look at it as a room full of a few people that I want to check in with. That has been a huge game changer for me. Now I'm going to tell you a short horror story that turned out really in my, in, in my best interest, but it could have gone totally wrong. Are you ready for some good news? Okay, the good news is this. You are going to meet new people And you will learn new things if you try to implement some of this stuff. Most of us tend to live in little bubbles until we're forced out of them. And we have, for example, the same friend group in high school, and then we graduate, then we start over, then we form a new friend group in college, then we graduate, then we start over, and then we get a job, and then we make new friends, and then we quit that job, and then we start over. And you see what's happening Like, I don't think you should ghost your BFFs, but I think that you should, we should broaden our horizons. And I love hanging out with people that are different than me because it just opens the world in a way that is impossible otherwise. And that's how life should be. Everyone has something to learn and everyone has something to teach. And if you will put yourself in the position of discomfort for the short term, you will be in better places in the long term. Um, And you you just can't be picky if you want to be a well-rounded individual. You have to, like, things get smooth because of sandpaper. You have to put yourself in a place of willing to be uncomfortable if you want to grow, if you want to learn, if you want to get better. And so for me, one of the greatest things I did is make myself do this, even when I hated it. Um, So the two organizations that I um, was a part of, and both of them, I went and started and was uncomfortable. And then I started volunteering. Both of them now, I serve in in a leadership capacity. And it's not because I showed up and was like, hey, uh, I have a degree in leadership. Uh, You should uh, hand things over. Um, I knew I was capable, but I quit trying to prove that I was. I just showed up and started helping people, and most often that's what's needed more than anything. So I encourage you to take some of these tips, get involved in your community, love your city well, and just serve the people around you, and please let me know get on Instagram and get on the Facebook page and let me know like what have you done what did you learn that worked for you or share your experiences like from what you've done in the past Um, because again we can all learn from each other. Thank you so much for listening more than anything my goal is to help you get your yay back and whether that's through laughing at my bad jokes or giving you real tips and tools about how to conquer life, I just want to help. So please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it too. And I would love to hear your feedback or your stories. So you can catch me everywhere on social at @andgracefills and via email um, at info at andgracefills.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. Now go punch today in the face. Ah, LaCroix.